So first things first, I'd like to welcome everybody back for the first time in a long time to One Take No Chaser. It has been a grip. The last episode I did was when Aroni first hit us, man. You know, I had some losses around the way, couple, couple people. Uh, you know, I lost my grandma. For those of y'all who've been listening to my show off rip, you know, grandma was a staple for the first couple episodes with the jokes. But, uh, you know, rest in peace to grandma. Sleep, sleep in peace. And I think more important than anything else, man, like, thank you for the inspiration and what you left. But we're going to leave all the, 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 the moribund stuff behind for a couple of minutes and we're going to get into this episode. So welcome back to One Take No Chaser, but I'm not by myself. So let, let, me, let me be fully transparent. So in social distancing, you can't talk to nobody no more unless you're talking to them digitally or on some kind of mobile device. So I went on the gram and said, yo, who wants to do an episode? And the very first person who jumped out there was Angel from Dirty Talk. So Dirty Talk and Angel, I'm going to go ahead and ask you to introduce yourself as I'm getting to know you, as you're getting to know me in this situation. Go ahead and tell us about yourself. Well, hello. Thank you for having me. I'm real happy to be on No Take. Well, look, One Take. One Take. No that's take. So good. Right. Yeah. Like that. Look, No Taking Chases. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but before I get started with me, I do want to give you my deepest condolences. You know, I, I know that you're not trying to make the show sad or even about that situation, but, you know, losing a grandparent is serious when they've been involved in your life. So much love to you. And I'm proud of you for pushing because I don't even know if I'd still do it at this point in time. So I much love and respect you. to you as you go through this journey. I appreciate you. I think, um, you know, the way my mind is set up, I, um, I work through things rather than let it let, let those things grab me and take me down. So I appreciate your condolences though. Absolutely. Absolutely. And moving on, I will say that it has been more difficult getting stuff done during Corona, specifically for me with Dirty Talk, because my whole thing is getting in the streets and interviewing people for my data sets that I bring back to the show to talk to guys about. So Dirty Talk has been real interesting lately. And season three is going to be a whole new spin based off of the fact that, you know, I don't really want to be up in any of these people's faces right now. So that's going to be interesting. But the one fun thing that I have going on in addition to Dirty Talk is a new pod, which is called The Mermaid and the Lion. It's a scripted show. It's um, based off of one couple's journey to death do them part. So it starts at the very beginning from before they met all the way well, the idea is that each season will be the progression of their relationship with, you know, amateur acting, right? And also independent music, which one part I'm real excited about. I'm able to broadcast a lot of great music out there that's not being showcased. So the people who are participating, everyone's independent or incredibly amateur like me. <laughs> and <laughs> we just, you know, we're just trying to create together. And I'm, But I'm real excited about the project. I think it's going to be real awesome. Let me, let, me, let me jump in before I ask you to give us a little bit more about your podcast. I want to just say, <laughs> say shout to all the creators, right? Like the creators yeah. have been creating. Yo, shout to all the DJ battles. And if you wanna if you wanna yes. do if you wanna have a conversation about one, we could do it. I would definitely say shout to all the people who have just came online and decided that their job was to make sure that we are in a good headspace and we appreciate them. Um and with that being said, before I say tell us a little bit more about your podcast and who it is that you speaking to and in this data set, I'm I'm a little bit interested in that because I feel like you have a general question. That's your favorite question that I will answer. If you ask it, I'm going to answer it. 
But with that being <laughs> said, let me ask you this question. Did you happen to see Babyface versus Teddy Riley? I did. I which did. one? The, which one? Which one? The debacle and the comeback. Oh, so, okay. So you a vet. Okay, cool. So my question <laughs> for you is a simple one then. Who won? Babyface. I say less. Don't even worry about it. I'm going to take it like that. So Teddy <laughs> Raleigh, Teddy Raleigh did his thing. And you know what it is about these people? You forget that people who got cachet have hits, like hits, yeah. hits, hits. I want yeah. somebody to challenge Jermaine Dupree. Not that I think Jermaine Dupree is the GOAT, because I feel like nobody could ever put Dr. Dre in a spinner and be like, yo, I want Dr. Dre. You don't want Dr. Dre. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants Dr. Dre. Yeah. But Ooh, that's Dupree, a good one. <laughs> Jermaine Dupree might say, yo, Timbaland, let me talk to you for a second. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me see. I, you know, Timbaland's a hidden gem now. You know, he no. can pull some stuff out. Timbaland got joints. Like, truth be told, yeah. between me and you, I'm thinking Timbaland might be, like, my number two. So I'm looking to see what Jermaine Dupree – I think Jermaine Dupree is, like – you know what it is about him? I don't like him as a person. I don't think most people do either. So oh, I, really? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's his face. I don't know. Maybe it was a brace. I don't know. I don't know what it is. But, like, are you from, where are you from? I'm from Cali. So, Dre, you know, I'm one with him all the way. West Coast music is what I grew up on. You know, not that I'm proud of it, but I come from like a, you know, on certain sides of the family, a gang banging family. So yeah. Wait, so you hate New York people because you know I'm from, you know I'm from New York. So you, do you do you hate me because you're from Cali? Like, can we can we talk about you that? You know, obviously I'm grown now, but there was a time wow. where I thought that I was beefing with New York people, even though so you I never me, you know me. So like, so like, one take no chase and dirty talk would have never happened in like '98. <laughs> Am I hearing you correctly? Yeah, because I didn't know no better. (laughs) 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 You know, like I'm playing, you know, I'm playing corrupt. New York, New York, big city. <laughs> you we were doing the same thing with Corona, oh. Kukupon, and Noriega. We were doing the same <laughs> yeah. thing. So that's yeah, you know, you know, calling out names and stuff like that. You know, yeah, we were wilding in Cali. We didn't. <laughs> and the funny shit is, all that shit was money getting made by people who were spending that shit walking away from the whole conversation. Is that funny? Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. And Angel, so, so, Angel, tell me a little bit. Tell me, as a matter of fact, don't tell me a little bit. Tell me all about your podcast. Tell me what you went to. So I'm into everything. Uh, well, Dirty Talk was a big push for me for multiple reasons. I'm an introvert naturally, and but I have this really vivid imagination about how things are or how they could be. And I come from a family of mostly males also. And when having girl talk and just growing up, everyone says what men think and what their ideals are and how they approach this situation. And I had, you know, my own opinions and biases that were created based off of my growing up experience. So, you know, it's only three girls to like 12 boy cousins. You know, Mm -hmm. I have only brothers. So a really dominantly male family that I grew up in. But in the end, I wanted to actually see if some of the myths that we perpetuate with one another as women were true. Is it really true that, you know, men only like women with small waists? Or if you have small breasts, he's not going to mess with you. And all men prefer large breasts or, you know, all that stuff. Like a whole, Or they don't really care on what a vagina is like as long as it lets them in. You know, all those different kind of things. And I post this <laughs> survey. Like, I'm just saying, like... <laughs> or even eavesdropping with the aunties and their conversations back in the day, you know, what they would say at the table that you're not supposed to be listening to mm-hmm. that 
created an opinion for you. So I, let, me, let, let me let me jump in for a second. So sure. I just had this conversation yesterday about PTSD, right? Like about men. I'm 40, by the way. I don't know if you heard my podcast. <laughs> and I said, oh, so you knew that was coming? I knew it was coming. Okay. So yeah, I'm 40. And like, first of all, thank God for that. I'm 40. But um, yeah, that's crazy that people know that. Okay. So um, growing up how we grew up, the conversation was very, very, very seldom about feelings and about building. It was about conquest. Mm-hmm. And like how many, you know, how good, how many more, how nasty, how whatever, how it is. And unfortunately, so many young ladies got um, uh you know swirled into that unfortunately and it's like you know it it, it, it bothers me as an adult man because I'm like yo we were just doing what we was taught to do the OGs in the hood wasn't telling us about you know building and trying to get this right and trying to like you know love and blah blah like oh you got feelings you like her that means there's something wrong with you right that shit is that's a real thing so again being three against 12 I'm sure you heard all the stories and I wonder which we'll talk about later on, but I wonder how that, you know, kind of uh, um, 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 affected how it is that you see your conversations with people, specifically around men and women, because, you know, shit is crazy out here. You know what I mean? But I just threw that out there as a little aside for a moment. Yeah, I think that it definitely, look, I don't like to say PTSD because when I think of our men and women who protect us and protect this country and what they go through and then they come back with PTSD and then I say, oh, I have PTSD from having this really terrible relationship. I feel like a lot of people want to claim that level, but I think it's true. It is, you know, post-traumatic syndrome is true for no matter what you've been through if it's harmed you and caused you trauma traumatic is traumatic angels yeah whatever it is is yeah it's it's and i just have a hard time saying like you know what and that's probably you know black culture too you just push through (laughs) you know live live life you don't have no time for that you don't have no get up stop that crying get out there Mm -hmm. and get back on your feet and i definitely come from like so my dad's side is predominantly male and then my mom has a like a really big family and the women are dominant like maybe not as many or anything like that but they are dominant in how they run their houses they are the rulers of the family so it's this clash of energies and ideals of what's right to do it's really your family can mess you up if you buy into all the things they say i know that's right and that's a whole nother conversation for another day. We, we listen yeah, we might be on your podcast. That's a whole nother, like, a whole nother conversation. So I'm not even like dirty talk's not even gonna go that direction. That we are strictly look, it sounds funny, like we are strictly dickly. Like we try to talk about sex as much as possible and leave it there because everything else is too emotional. So let's let's go back to what it is that you mentioned. You said you have questions from the field. Give me your yeah. most popular question from the field, and I will and no matter what. No matter what, and and please forgive me. No matter what, I'm gonna answer this question. You go ahead. So my, I'm gonna ask you the question I asked on my very, very, very first Dirty Talk episode, which is still one of my favorites. Shouts out to Donnie B, who was my guest, and it is: Do all vaginas feel the same? No way. No way. So they don't feel. So there's different ridges. There's different grips. 
all the stuff. It's not the I female think, energy. You know, you, know, you know what? Can, can I let me let me go let me go let me sidestep for a second. I think there's different mindsets involved in the whole situation too, right? Like there's been people who are probably amazing, but because as a man or at that moment I wasn't really into you or it. It wasn't able to overcome what I was feeling at the moment, but like you, every man has somebody who is transcendent. Like in other words, like yo, I don't give a fuck about nothing. Like this one right here was a, a, a tornado, like a whole vortex. Like, and I, I I use the word vortex for a reason. Like it's like you can't get out. Like you are trapped in this whole idea of like wind and wet, and you're and, and there's nothing you can do about it. And I feel <laughs> like. No, they don't all feel the same. Just like I'm very sure for women that all fucking uh, uh, dicks don't feel the same either. Like, it's just, you know, like, okay, like, yeah. Uh, listen, I don't know how women do this life of, like, trying to convince every man that they're king dingling because that's a whole nother, you know, in my <laughs> podcast, we talked about the ego, the male ego. Like, the male mm -hmm. ego is soft as shit. So mm -hmm. if you tell a man that the man before him was a was a was a bigger man, I forgot. Mind you, I didn't say better. I said bigger. If you tell a man that the man before you was bigger, his whole shit is like, oh man, I'm done. I'm cooked. And you have women who will tell you, like, listen, I might have had an arm in my whole shit, and I didn't like it, and it wasn't really for me. But this one right here worked for me because bop bop bop. Like you know, again, I think that as we're getting older. And as we are moving forward throughout this whole like existence that we're living in, people just need to be able to, to identify myths, legends, truths, and then say like, yeah, listen, it doesn't have to be 19 inches. It could be eight, seven and a half, but that seven and a half got to hit this, hit this way, blah, blah, blah. And purposely, I don't talk about these types of things on my podcast because, you know, it, it, it turns into something else, but like I feel like your question was very easily answered. Like, hell no. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> but that's the part that I felt a lot of guys where they drop the ball on the question because everyone goes to, oh, it's the mindset and it's the energy. No, no, dude. If you turn everybody's butt up in the air and you put yours in one, two, and three, is one of them going to be like, this is the best one? And this, it's not about energy, anything. It's like how it feels to you. So, yeah, for instance, so, 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 so shut off energy, shut off mindset, shut off everything else. The answer yeah. is still no. Okay. Some guy said, mm -mm, a hole is a hole. What if this guy, he went through this whole thing? A hole is a hole. A box is a box. And something else he said. <laughs> well, let me, well, let, like, me, okay, let, me let me, let me, let me, let me go a step further for you, if you don't mind. No, understand, I don't. Understand that, you know, in the OGs, I always go back to the OGs because the OGs will tell you, yo, I don't like them, like, you know, like, okay, I, I think about this one, this one, mind you, I was a kid, the one, couple older, couple, couple years older than us, and I'm probably thinking right now, they're probably in the same age group, but you know, when you were a kid, mm -hmm. everybody's older. Yes. And I remember <laughs> there was an older woman, and she's probably like 46 to 49 right now, so like, in other words, we all 40, right? <laughs> I'm not 40 yet. Oh, well, get there. <laughs> so many dudes would walk past her because she was tall. She was tall, tall. Like, in retrospect, she probably might have been, like, around, like, like 5'11 to 6'1. But for a whole bunch of short dudes, they would call her Shaq. 
and dot, 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 and so on and so forth. But, you know, you always get them dudes who like Napoleon who wants to run up on everything. Like, I don't give a fuck about nothing. I'm doing this. <laughs> and one of the OGs was trying to convince the dudes outside, like, yo, nah, son, like, her shit is crazy. And dudes was like, nah, 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 nah. And I always say that to say that when people think that everything is uniform, nothing is ever uniform. There's a leak in every category that you're ever going to do. There's scientists and there's scientists. There's surgeons and there's surgeons. There's basketball players and there's basketball players. You know what I'm saying? There's women who look good versus women who look good. Like, I mean, like, there's categories for everything. So if there's an entry and an exit, which entry was the best, which exit is the best, blah, blah, blah. And again, I say the same thing. Like, you know, women will tell you. Yeah, if you speak to enough women, they will tell you. Like, listen, these dudes, you know, yeah, it's, yeah, he couldn't, I, I couldn't put it all in for me, but I ain't like it like that. Whatever, dot, dot, dot. I mean, like, they'll tell you whatever. So, all that being said, the answer to your question, I think I answered it before, but I say it again. The answer is no. Like, no. <laughs> some things that are elite. And mind you, like I said on one of my podcasts, there's some times where, it's so elite that you forgive everything. And then conversely, there's sometimes where the woman herself is so elite, but maybe not that, that you will forgive it because you're like, you know what? I've had good and only good got me that nut, but also this woman got my future in her hands and I'm gonna let that rock too. Does that make sense? That definitely makes sense. I had one person, oh gosh. I've never admitted this out loud. I've had one person break up with me because they said that sex with me was too distracting and they weren't accomplishing their goals in life. And they literally never talked to me anymore. And that was the end That's, of our relationship. That, I, 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 the detective in me had some questions like, <laughs> uh, what does that even look like? Oh, it hurt. It hurt bad. <laughs> well, that's crazy. Look, that's and I was, I was young. I was young and it hurt bad. That person ended up reaching out to me years later, like, oh, I just didn't know how to handle it or, or mismanage my life, blah, blah, blah. But at that point, I was already on my way leaving California to come to Atlanta where I am now. So you're in ATO now? I am. I am. I am. And it is definitely different than California. <laughs> for sure yeah um everyone says like oh i want to move to atlanta and i'm like okay <laughs> go for that yeah. exactly all right so let's transition for a minute so there's a it's an instagram post and i'm gonna shout my homegirl neek out for this one because she was the one who posted it. it's only i i've heard of it more than one time but she was the first one to post it so i'm gonna read it for you word by word okay word line. and then when we're done I need you to tell me who's in the right, who's in the wrong. And this goes to the conversation about secrets. Like, so before I say anything, I have a thing about secrets, right? Secrets are, are essential. Mm -hmm. We have seen, we have done, we have done, we have seen, and there's things that you cannot let out your mouth. We just know this. Amen. I also <laughs> feel like when you're in a relationship with that one, now I'm not talking about relationship like I like you and we're cool, so I'm going to tell you. No, I'm talking about the person who when you wake up, when you shower, when you at work, when you're driving home, everything is about them and it's that like, yo, nah, like this is, this is my chick or for y'all, this is my man or for y'all, this is my girl and for the dudes out here like, dudes, this is my man, whatever you into. There's a difference between who you want to share your life with versus who you just want to have 
a good time with. Can we agree? Hello? So this is one take no chaser. I'm Dolo right now. So I'm gonna read this conversation out and hopefully we get back to the thing. So here's the one thing that happened and it popped up. So here's the Instagram shit that I caught and I'm gonna read it for y'all word for word because it's interesting, it's, it's, it's enough for y'all to understand like this happened. So I'm gonna read this for word. Fiance, 30 year old male, fiance, 28-year-old 20, 20, female. Here we go. Y'all ready? All right, let's roll. I've been with my fiance for two years, engaged for two months. I can go on and on about how great he is, but I won't waste your time because he's awesome. Him and my sister's boyfriends have gotten really close over the past year. And they talk at least twice a week, whether they join us on FaceTime or just hanging out with all four of us. My sister's been with her boyfriend since high school, so obviously her boyfriend knows me very well, as well as my dating history. Last weekend, because of the quarantine, we thought it would be fun to hang out and do a FaceTime double date, and we all had a blast. We laughed, we partied, we played drinking games, we partied for over an hour, and when it was over, I decided to leave the party to call my sister directly without the guys in the other room. But her fiance and her sister's boyfriend stayed on FaceTime and continued to get drunk together. So I have questions right there, but that's a whole nother conversation. Anyway, um, Um, well, they continue to talk and they talk about a bunch of stories from when I was in college, well, she was in college and when she was in college, um, he was telling stories and she went on, he went on to tell her boyfriend on FaceTime and continued to get drunk and talk about how pretty much that she's a wild girl and how many dudes that she ended up banging out when she was in college. So this is from the young lady's perspective. Just so everyone knows, I don't know my actual number when I was in college. It was my first three years and it was literally one giant party without being too descriptive. I was excessive, but at the time it was just what we did. I was single during that time and most of them, I just did what I had to do. Uh, most of them I couldn't even pick out of a lineup. But again, I was in college. And I, and I say that the woman says that she was in college in capitals. Like, in other words, I was in college, a.k.a. Um, don't, you know, don't judge me because I'm in college, blah, blah, blah. So... She also says, um, anyway, she went to a party. And when she went to the party, she ended up hooking up with four different guys at the same time. 
So I'm going to say this again. She ended up hooking up with four different guys at the same time. And she says this is relevant later. She furthers, she furthers her conversation by saying her fiance is handsome. And I know for a fact that he's been with several women. And we talked a lot. First of all, can we go back to that for a second? The whole idea that he's been, like, what the fuck? So what? That he's been with several women. What's that, what's that got to do with anything? Like, Sorry, I'm just reading. He's been with several women. We talked about our past a lot in the beginning of our relationship, and I wasn't 100% honest with mine, and I could only assume that he was. After everyone hung up, me and my fiance were laying in the bed and about to go to sleep, and he very calmly asked me, did you get gang-banged in college? My response was, what the fuck? Why would you ask me that? So can I just say for a second in that moment in time that before I continue the story, if that's what the fuck happened, then that's what happened. And either you're going to answer the question or not answer the question. You have a choice. But he asked you a question, and that's what it was. So he asked you the question, and you said, what the fuck, blah, blah, blah. So... She continues, that's when he told me everything that his sister's boyfriend has told him. Um, he told him everything. Has, uh, so she told him everything that sister's boyfriend has told them. He told me the details, but I'm not 100% true again, because again, it was a blur. But a lot of the info was accurate. So I just told him, yes, it was just one time. He continued, no, not one, not one take, but one time. He continued asking questions about the other stuff, about the gangbang. Things kept coming up, and he had a lot of questions about that. But I answered those to the best of my knowledge. I'm going to take a hard pause right there as my co-host in this moment has showed back up. Also, this is the new, uh, what they say, new normal when we're trying to all get these things right. Before I say anything else, I just have questions about how people feel. Before I get to the question, question, let's just go through the let's just go through the tape. The tape is a simple one. She has a fiance. She's thirty years old. He's twenty nine years old. College is over. They have moved on. They have lived their lives. You know, they have done what they can do, so on and so forth. And at the end of the day, they're just trying to get to the next part of their life. However. Her sister's boyfriend, who's been around since they were kids, decided to drop a dime. Like, so I have questions about homie. Like, bro, what's your angle? Is she such, such a, my mother's words, is she such a charlatan that you can't, you can't stomach another good, another good dude to be down with this or there's something else? Angel, you back here? I am. So let me give you the recap. Because I know you disappeared for a minute, but I had to read the story before I finished the end of it. Long story short, there's a fiance. There's, there's, there's a couple. They're fiancés. Yes. yes. One is 30. One is 29. Yes. To do this quarantine thing, they have been doing double dates via Zoom or FaceTime or whatever they were doing. Okay. When it was over, the two dudes decided to keep talking. FaceTime. Okay. And the ladies kept talking FaceTime. But when the dudes were talking FaceTime, 
the fiance and the fiance couple, the woman has a sister. Okay. So in other words, just for just for just for this conversation's sake, me and Mary are engaged. Okay. Mary has a sister named Jane. Okay. Jane has a boyfriend named Bob. Okay. Bob is on the phone with Craig, and Bob is telling Craig all about your freak shit. Oh. And on top of that, I heard a story about her getting gang banged in college. Whoa. Hold up, we're not done yet. So when Bob gets off the phone, he lays down with Jane and he's like, Yeah, so walk me through what happened in college and she admits it because she was saying in college it was all a blur like i can't tell you every single dude i slept with or every situation because i was in college and she made sure she made that bold like bold and and capitalized i was in college so essentially whatever happened happened yeah however i can't yes i did end up in a situation where i had sex with four men on on campus at the same time and yeah and that was pretty much that so that's kind of where we are right now are you caught up i'm caught up now i'm gonna keep reading i'm ready so it was one time he continued asking questions about the other stuff but the game bang thing kept coming up he had a lot of questions about that and i answered to the best of my knowledge fast forward things have been fine and normal you know, but on Wednesday, radio silence. He hasn't texted or talked to me in three days. The breaking point was tonight when he came home from work and he asked me, are you friends with any of the guys on Facebook? Again, not lying to him, I admitted, yes, I am. I'm friends with all of them on Facebook. (laughs) We left a few hours ago and I have no idea where he is or what he's doing. I thought about calling the cops, but I felt like that would make it worse. I feel like garbage. I fucking hate my sister's boyfriend right now, but maybe it's not even his fault. Maybe I should have been more honest. I'm so lost. He's the best thing that ever happened to me, and I've never seen him like this before. It, is this the end? He refuses to return my phone calls and texts. Angel? Wow. Angel? Oh, so, wow. so before we get into anything else, I have two questions for you number one should she have kept it real about what she has done and if you say a secret is a secret and my past is my past my question becomes is she wrong for being friends with them currently on social media and mind you they are 30 and 29 please go okay this is such a convoluted situation i really hate you for this a lot. I wish I, I wish I wasn't in this situation right now because I don't even want to answer it, but I'm going to. I'm putting myself out there, crucify me if you must. I don't feel that it should have been a requirement for her to say, I've been gangbang before. I've also done this before. Whatever she's done sexually in the past, I don't feel like she needs to give him a full sexual history or resume in order for them to have a relationship, is she faithful now? Does she still participate in those things? Or is she looking for that kind of excitement in their relationship? That needs to be discussed. But if she did that in college, I don't think that she needs to tell him that, 
or if that was something that made her who she was today, then maybe she should have told him. I don't know that that's being dishonest by telling somebody your whole history is, I don't think that's necessary unless it's going to impact them. And in this particular situation, it does impact him. Where she is wrong, in my opinion, is being friends with all of them on Facebook. That's where it's really kind of odd to me. Like, why are you still friends with these guys? I try to keep my distance from anyone else that I have been with in the past. Like, you know, some people I'm still close to just based off of the ties, like, you know, a cousin's friend or whatever. I told hold you. Up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Everything. Yeah. I, I literally shut my mic off until right that moment. You're still yeah. friends with people. Who uh, I'm not friends. Man, no, no, no. I said on, I still have up. interactions. Your man, would your current man or future man have a problem with the interactions with these people? No, he would not. Because I, I would never do anything disrespectful. I would never be alone with that person. But let's just Were say, you? Instance, was I what? Alone with that person. No, 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 no. All right, so are you good? No. <laughs> no, Except but I'm for one thing. That. Except for one thing, Angel. I'm sorry. Sure. Men are infinitely patient. And we had, I had this conversation on, on one of my podcasts. Like, listen, dudes, if, if, if they like you, if they like you, like you from the time you were like 13 or 14 or 20 or 25 or 30 or 35, they will, they, they will wait for you until you're 80. And they're like, yeah, well, hey. <laughs> you know, I think what you said is true. I think it is true. I think that if a guy imprints on a woman, but life, changes the direction if there's ever an opportunity again for them to be together i think that that guy would take the opportunity i agree with that so let's so 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 let's dig in a little bit into secrets and relationships that was an extreme case in other words case is (laughs) i got banged out by four dudes at the same time in college and you know you're my fiance and yet here here you are here i am and we're gonna make this work so what I was saying when I read this in my head was the thing about us as men, the, the whole whole thing is a, is a relative conversation. Mm-hmm. You might have been everything that the social media in the world says you were, but I see you in this moment in time, or mm-hmm. I, I want to see you in this moment in time as um, my woman. Right. My lady. So the idea of what, again, remind you, this is what I say you are to me. And on one of my podcasts, I said, like, yo, I dated a chick who was a stripper. I would have been cool with it had I knew about it off rip. And also, where you were stripping was the conversation. Like, yeah, okay, you're stripping in the basement? I can't fuck with you. You're stripping out of the club, and we just bounces. Like, I don't know, like, whatever. (laughs) I can't have you just stripping that fucking, you know, Juju's basement. Like, we're not doing that shit. Like, nah. So what I'm saying is, at the end of the day, men will make peace. Listen, there have been porno star women who we have all dedicated paper towels to who are married. (laughs) Who are married. They're they're married women. They are kept women. They are women who who have moved past that because the man knew, listen, I know what you do. I know what you've done, and I'm cool with that. The crime becomes when you tell me you are virgin pure, and I'm I'm saying that you know with relative you know sarcasm. 
but you tell me that you are okay and you're good and there's a whole story I don't know. That can't yeah. happen. And right. man, we can't handle that. I think that's fair and that's true. There's something that's so impactful that and it would be I don't think that guy would have cared anymore if they weren't still in contact with them. I think that that would have made all the world a difference to him because holding on to those relationships is holding on to the memory. All four, all four. She's holding on to that memory of that. It's almost like she still likes it and she thinks about it because she like, if that was part of your past and you're like, I'm not like that anymore. Like most people don't like remain in their shame. Like something about that's odd. Because if you don't care about it and you just feel like that was part of your life, then there you go. Don't make it seem like, oh yeah, I'm not like that anymore. I wouldn't do that. But you still have, she still likes that. She's, um, that's it. And I own that. She still likes it. That's why she's friends with him. And that's anyone. If you still are holding on to a particular conversation or relationship, it's feeding something for you. It may not mean that you're going to step out on the person that you're currently with, but there's something inside you that's still craving part of that other person's energy, which is really detrimental to your life. Is so, your- so who's in the wrong? First of all, okay, so I have, I have two feelings about this. First of all, the young lady is all the way the fuck wrong. Because that's what it is. <laughs> but the other thing is homeboy disappearing for four days in a row without being heard from. Hey, yo, homie, if you got a problem, dip, yeah. get out. Precisely. Precisely. Don't but just leave that her. does not exclude and or exonerate the young lady for the bullshit she pulled. Two wrongs don't make a right, period, point blank. And I own, I think that you might even agree. Two wrongs don't make a right. What he's doing is wrong because she is currently your fiance. So you need to sit there and discuss what your, they obviously haven't discussed what their do's and don'ts are and their deal breakers are in the relationship. And that's obvious as no, well. No, that's not fair. Hold up. No, no, no. Because my deal breakers are current. You fucking four, four men. Listen, you got two, you got three holes. You got three. <laughs> You got three. You got three holes. But she has two hands and two hands. Oh, Angel. So, so you want the other shit? Okay, cool. So, Don't shut up. So, so, so basically, she could have had six. So, what I'm saying? Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. And listen, if that's what you into, then let me know. And remember, see, I'm forty, as you know. <laughs> but their age, they're twenty nine and thirty. So think about college in twenty nine and thirty. Guess what happens every year? You guys, homecoming, homecoming. So, I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to battle one dude just off the fact that I'm here with my lady. There's three other niggas who's lurking, probably with they. Nah, 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 nah. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> so I'm still. I'm gonna still hold what I said. I, I appreciate your comeback with the deal breakers being current, but there's some deal breakers for me. Even though I have a current relationship, if you've done it in your past, and it might be wrong, I, if you've ever had sex with a family member at any point in time yeah, in your life, I'm calling the cops. I'm you know, you see what I'm saying? So there's deal breakers for people like me. Hey. Okay, so let, 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 let's, take, let's take into account that most people don't live that life. So take sure. the family members aside. <laughs> What's your next deal breaker? I'm just saying. 
there's still stuff that you could have done in your past. If you've murdered somebody before, that's a current deal breaker for me. Mm -hmm. So those are certain things. So obviously for him, her being gangbanged by four guys in the past is a current deal breaker for him. Like, hey, you know, I have a difficult time being with a woman who's had a sexually explicit history. Um, you know, maybe it's something we can work through, but if you could tell me right now to give me time to process if it ever came up, let that would be helpful. Let me ask you a question, Angel. Angel, let me ask you a question. And this, this, is, the, this, is, the, this is the question of all questions. Does a woman owe it to a man to be able to say what hasn't been said for whatever reason? And if not, say why. <laughs> what? <laughs> if, does a woman owe it to a man? So in other words, so okay, listen, said. you willingly or unwillingly, whatever the conversation be, may be, got gangbanged or was with an older man or, you know, a relative, whatever the case may be, does she owe it to the man to tell him that? No, she doesn't owe it to, I don't think that she needed to volunteer that information. If he brought up, again, I have reservations with being with someone who has a sexually explicit history. Is there anything that you could tell, that you think might come up that I might find uncomfortable so that we can deal with it now? That is when, okay, yes, let me be honest, but I don't feel, unless it came up in that manner, that she owed him, I stand true. She does not owe him a resume of her sexual life, period, unless there was a situation like that. And there are people who do that. They know there's certain things they cannot handle. You don't believe me? <laughs> I'm just trying to get to the space when I'm like, listen, there's some things that I feel like people would never say. And again, forget the, forget the, the, the sketchy, <laughs> forget the sketchy shit. Like, you know, sleeping with family and all that other shit. We're not talking about that right now. I'm mm -hmm. talking about like simple shit. Like, yo, listen, I was in high school for four years and literally for four years, I walked out of there with 20 bodies. Ooh. Okay. It might yeah, be that. It might be I went to college and I slept with the team captain from the football team every year from the time I graduated. Whatever. Bop, bop, bop. So what I'm saying is I think we're in a space now of age where we are trying to all settle into who we are. Mm -hmm. You're not 40 yet. I'm 40. For those of you <laughs> space and for those of y'all who are you know past the age and you're like you know what now is my time to tell my truth what i'm getting at is like at what point in time can people say you know what this is who i am and what obligation do i have if i was fresh on the block tonight and i was like listen i like you you attractive, you this, you that, dot, 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 dot. But listen, I used to do porn and I slept with 190 women in porno. Or I used to be a pimp or I used to blah, blah, blah. Or I slept with, you know, whomever, whatever, however. Does somebody owe you information that's not yours in order for you and her or you and him or him and him or her or her to be able to move forward? Having sex with 20 guys in high school, no. Having the football captain and the team in college, no. No, 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 yes. no, hold up, hold up. If you had sex with every captain, I need to know about that. You know why? 
because you got to type. Hi. Because you got to type. Okay. That's, that was a good one. That's a good call. That's a good call. But, okay, that's fair. But moving on to the porn thing. No, yes. No, no, no. Hold on. Uh-uh. Let's go backwards. If you got to type, you got to type. Like, so, so conversely for men, oh, you only dealing with the, uh, uh, the captain of the cheerleading team. So you got to type. You got chicks who's in the front. Say less. So I know that you like people who run and shit. So I'm not worried about the cheerleading chick in the back. I'm worried about the cheerleading chick in the front. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So you're saying that no, understanding the type. So the 20 guys in high school, they're just 20 guys. They didn't necessarily have anything. They weren't all in the honors club or it wasn't the chess club or something like that. It was just like 20 guys who just happened along. That's, 20 guys in high school is a lot. Can we, can, can we, can we, can we do that? Yeah, because it probably was 10 guys in two years because I don't think that freshman year you're really getting out there like that. Sophomore year, you might dip your toe in. So that means like your junior, your senior year, you were living, you were living life pretty hard. Mm. Yeah, that's that's one new guy a month, pretty much. That's a lot. That's a lot of guys. That's a lot of girls as well. That means that you were being really immature. You're very gullible. There's so many things that that could mean. Doesn't necessarily mean that that girl, you know, was a whore. Promiscuity and whoredom aren't exactly the same thing. So let's do this. There's another Instagram post. So, <laughs> you know, mind you, first of all, social distancing, everybody's taking it very seriously, and we gotta, we gotta yeah. respect that. Yes. There was a social post. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up as I'm talking to you. And in the meantime, while I'm looking, feel free to keep talking. Yeah, I think that we didn't get on a piece that was really important, but we're not going to. And that is, there's a guy. Well, look, I said we're not going to, and I'm still bringing it up. But mm. does a guy owe a female his sexual history? Because um, yeah, you know what? That's a hell of a question. Only if you ask me. Does it matter to you? Like, you know, this is why it, in certain cases, it matters. If we are in a town or at a place and you've dated a lot of women that I could bump into, that's one thing that I don't like. I like to know who you've been with that I possibly could have interactions with. So if they try to come to me with something sideways, I don't have to feel like I got to prepare to save face in the moment. I already knew. I agree. That's fine. I agree. I feel like if my my rule of thumb is simple, if it's gonna get me in danger, like if I'm at if if I'm at Boston Market and I might get snuffed, you should have told me about that. Right. Right. Agreed. I feel like body counts. Nobody needs to know. Like who? Like I don't want to say who cares, but really, do you really want to know a body count? I don't really want to know the body count because that's going to mess up my brain and I'm going to need you to take like multiple STD tests. You know, why are we going to put somebody through that when you've already been positive five times, but I want you just to do it the 10th time just because now I'm worried because your penis been too many places. So here's what we're going to do. Here's Here's the last conversation. Again, social distancing. Everybody's on Instagram, Facebook, whatever y'all on. There's a meme, and I'm going to say it. From the man's point of view, and I quote, 
if I leave properly and a woman says, then I'll submit naturally. Angel, you don't speak for all women, but speak for yourself. The mm-hmm. the word submit in a relationship. Walk to me, walk me through that. Submission in a relationship doesn't mean that you don't have a voice in the relationship. Submission in the relationship is a representation of trust in your man's capability to lead your family in the right direction. That's why you date. During the dating process, you ask questions, you have situations where you see if he has decision-making skills or has proportionate values with yours, that when you become married to him, you could submit to his leadership when he says, this is what I think our family should do. And I really, you know, you can voice your opinion, but I don't think I'm going to change my mind. You can say, you know what? I am going to trust God to trust you and we're going to roll with it. Like in my house and people have said many things about it, but what my husband says is what we do. And that is because I am trusting him to lead our family in the right direction. Now, if he says, let's all go murder, then that's an opportunity for me to say, hey, God, this man is about to go murder. So therefore, I'm going to go and tell the police <laughs> because it's not right. So we're not going to go to these particular extremes. But certain decisions in the house, you submitting to your husband's direction is not meaning that you didn't have the opportunity to change his mind you still have a voice. You still have the chance to represent yourself as a woman because a virtuous woman is not someone who sits idly by and lets her man make poor decisions either. If you have someone who you can submit to, that means that you have someone who also listens to you. And that's when it's cool to submit. When you have someone whose voice and their ear is open to your suggestion, then you're good. I can't even... I have that that was very that was so well put um i think my only conversation would be past that is what about if you're a boss chick and like your whole life your whole day is dedicated to leading and having other people submit to your whims and then now when you come home it's like yeah nah bah 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 but i think you said it but i think you said it best like, if you trust, I think the whole shit revolves around trust. Same thing, the conversation is about body counts and whatever you're supposed to do, dot, dot, dot. If you trust a person and a person who you with is who you're supposed to be with, then at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Like, like I'm, I'm going to let you make this decision. And men also submit. And I think we need to, that has to be, be surface. We get raised, like, everything we say is the gospel would know there are women who are like yo listen you're not going outside tonight and that's just it and you got to submit to that shit like listen if you got a chick who will allow you and I, even the word chick maybe that's me being you know whatever the fuck but anyway you being from new york all right go on <laughs> hey listen born and raised but what i'm saying is at the end of the day if you have a, if you have a woman who is like listen I'll let you do what you think you should do within reason because I know best for you. And conversely, 
I'm ma, I'm gonna let you do whatever you gotta do, but I'm gonna I'm gonna shut this shit down. If it's trust involved, you're good. I think the whole conversation around submit becomes a real weird vibe for people because people have to decide whether or not that they are going to allow themselves to be vulnerable. That's the thing. If you're going to be vulnerable, be vulnerable. If you ain't going to be vulnerable, then, then, hey, then you just want to win. So that's why people end up with high body counts and all that other bullshit because everybody just want to win. But if you're in a situation where you're like, nah, like, fuck that. Like, listen, I'm going to give my man, I'm going to give my woman carte blanche to hold me down, then, yeah, hold me down then. He's trying to control you or you don't have things. You're an adult woman. You're independent. And you he wants you to be dependent on him so that you can't ever leave. And that's the other thing. You got to get other people out your head. Your relationship is yours. You know, you know, that you guys are being intimate with one another and no one else. But people want to have a say in your relationship. My thing is, I feel sometimes that people want to comment on your relationship in fashions that they're unable to comment on their own. So they will say, hey, I think that you should make this particular choice and decision because they don't have the strength to do it for themselves and they at least want to see someone else do it or they want to see, it's all weird. I think it's weird. I don't think that anyone should comment on someone else's relationship without good intent. And if you have good intent, that means that you're willing to follow through with the fallout. If that person says, dang, so-and-so kicked me out, I need a place to stay, and it was your advice for that person to confront them, you better have a bed for them to sleep in. Like, don't give advice if you can't help with the aftermath. Or don't give advice if you're in a situation where the advice you've given to somebody is the same advice you take for yourself. (laughs) Boom, that happens all the time. Too, people give really good advice, but then they can't honor, girl, don't let him hit you. Why you got a black guy? Right, exactly. You slipped that jab, but you should have you should have watched for the hook. Yeah, exactly. It gets, it gets out of hand. Yeah. Angel, I want to say this has been a pleasure. It has been. You know, the technical difficulties are. Listen, we're not, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do this with you. I'm not gonna hold you accountable. It, just understand. It's a social distancing. Everybody's trying to do something different right now, and I do believe that. I I hope if I could do this right, I got a full episode out of this shit. So I think we're all right. And if not, wow. we do it again. Yeah, that's so good. It's been a pleasure. Now you can't say you don't know me. You still have plenty to learn about me, but you can't say you don't know who I am anymore. But I feel like the audience, like I feel like what you were saying, like especially when you got to that whole like submission part, like the like the, the ladies are listening, like they like there's things that men, and again, remember, I, I say PTSD. You don't want to say it, I'll say it. At the end of the day, like, there's things that we have been taught to ignore. Like, mm-hmm. like a woman getting angry is like, oh, you acting crazy. No. What? Oh, that bothers me so much. When but men also, talk- note that sometimes y'all might be acting crazy. Like, I mean, I mean, so, so it goes both ways. But I feel like at the end of the day, as long as there's conversations that are happening around, like, what is, what isn't, what blah, blah, blah. I feel like these conversations are rich. And again, I thank, I thank you for showing up and, 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 taking, and taking the call. And I also think, like, 
the podcast community for continually bringing up these conversations. Shout to Wine Time. You know what I'm saying? Shout to OLF. You know what I'm saying? Shout to Dirty Tuck. You know what I mean? Like, shout to the people who, and she creates, shout to the people who just put this work in and we all have lived experiences. All of us. Yes. And I feel like at the end of the day, um, the more we cross pollinate and we con- you know we converse around each other, the more yeah. we can bring experiences. Again, like you know, as as a woman with three, you know, three to twelve, you got stories to tell. <laughs> three to twelve. Oh, cousins. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, three girls, twelve boys, and that's just my generation. My mm-hmm. dad comes from a family of um, ten, nine boys, one girl. They had kids, and but you, they, you know, of course, since they were born, then there's like one group of grandkids. I'm in the middle group. That's my group. But in total, yeah. there's 46 of us. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's a lot of us kids. But in my group of grandkids, it was us three girls. We're all all Pisces. Oh God. Um, okay. Anyway, so thank y'all for joining. One take no chaser. <laughs> I'm gonna mute her mic right now. There will be no Pisces in here whatsoever. I done done enough. No. 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 So with that being said, I'm going to meet you for a second, only to say goodbye to your people. But Thank you, guys. Look, I, I had one take, no chaser, taking a dive in my ocean. So that's all that matters. Listen, Pisces, y'all get all the way the fuck out of here. I can't, I can't <laughs> do no more. But you know what, though? Shout for y'all coming out. I hope this episode works for y'all. Listen, one take, no chaser, dirty talk. It's good to have. Uh, people back again. Uh, please invite me to your to, to your format. Oh, oh, please believe you're about to be on Dirty Talk. I got questions. That oh, we got questions. Answer. All right, so we answered all <laughs> questions on Dirty Talk. For the yes. rest of y'all, for my listeners, I appreciate y'all. Y'all be well, and y'all take care of yourselves. Everybody take care.